Steven. Um, I've been uh, shooting video for about 10 years. I've had an agency for about four, been running um, a team of two for about half that time. And uh, we've been making a variety of video content. It's something I love, something I really care about. And I'm excited to, to uh, talk to you all today about crafting a video script because it's so important and some of the, you know, obviously the biggest concerns that people have is sounding silly when they record a video and having um, a solid approach to how you um, make those videos is going to really uh, take a lot of that fear away, I think. So uh, anyway, so I just want to share with you guys a couple of shots, this little bit of my team. Oh, I, I'm not presenting, am I? Let me share a screen here real quick. And uh, yeah, so we've done a variety of projects. I've done some training videos. We've done some cool work for some cool people here in here in Phoenix, Arizona, and um, excited to share some of my experiences with you. As far as content today, we're going to be talking about four different things that are essential parts of any video of any length uh, that you'll want to make sure are included. That'll make sure that you feel comfortable and solid and 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 create a video for your business that uh, has an impact. And so the first thing we wanna talk about is the hook. So the hook, the hook is um, the part of the, the video that grabs someone's attention. Um, it's a thing that really gets them interested in what you have to say. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that I think, uh, this can be abused and it can be used well, right? So like we've all seen clickbait, those are all really well-written hooks that are super interesting. Um, and, and the reason they're, they're bad is because they usually, maybe they don't quite deliver on what they're supposed to, or they're very just like spammy or just not helpful. And so, but we want to take that idea of having a hook and apply it to our business in a, in a, a, a good way, right? Something that we're going to entice people with something interesting about our business that we then want to get people sucked in and find out more about. And the reason this is important is because people are overwhelmed, right? We get so many ads, so many um, bids for our attention throughout any given day that to get someone to actually stop and check out what you're doing, they're going to have to really feel like it's worth their time. And so one of the things that um, we can ask ourselves when we're creating this video is is asking it from the position of the purchaser right who are we trying to do business with what questions are they asking themselves that we can craft a hook that would interest them and the question we can ask ourselves is what's in it for me right so if the customer is asking themselves what's in it for me we have to deliver on that and so we want to tell them something that speaks to that and offers them something for that. Now, I find that a lot of businesses and, and me being a business owner, I've been guilty of this as much as anyone, is we get so excited about our process or our product. We get like, we nerd out on it. We crafted it. We spent hours trying to get like the perfect service or the perfect package or the perfect product for people. And we really want to share it with them. But we talk about a whole bunch of things that the client doesn't care about right? That's not what's in it for them. You'll notice when you look at a company like, like Apple's kind of like the easy one to jump to, like they, they barely talk about features 
about their devices at all. Um, that's not what's in it for the customer. What's in it for the customer is being like an interesting, hip, unique individual who's expressing themselves with these devices, right? Or they're cool because of the first one to buy them or any number of other personal reasons that they have. And so when Apple's creating their hooks, they're looking at like what's in it for the person and the, the, the what's in it for them is to feel cool, unique, different, interesting, and not whether or not there's a half a terabyte or a terabyte of SSD hard drive space, right? For those of you who are familiar with that, uh, that's not what's in it for them. So uh, the hook, you know, is definitely a part of the script that is incredibly important. And a lot of things that I would suggest uh, when crafting a hook for your script is um, making it personal for the person who is watching, right? So if you are creating a, um, a product for mm, like high-level executives in Orlando, right? If you start your video with like, hey, if you're an executive, a C-suite executive in Orlando, you're going to want to watch this video. Immediately, they know it applies to them. And that's interesting, right? They at least know it's for them. And that can be a part of the hook that um, entices them because they realize that it's for them. And um, that is a part of what gets them interested amongst all of the other kinds of content that may or may not be for them. Um, they realize that there is something in it for them. They don't necessarily know what it is yet, but they do know it's for them because you said so. Um, so yeah, so hook is uh, a very important part. Um, it's, it's probably not the thing that you're going to want to write and create right away, um, but it is an essential part and it's really going to be much more helpful for you to create the hook after we talk about our next section, which is the message. Um, but, uh, and one thing I forgot to mention too, is, um, if you guys can, if you have a notebook or a Google doc or something to be able to write some of this stuff down, that'd be incredibly helpful. Um, because some of the tactical things we go through, you're going to, you're going to want to give it a little try on your own while you're on here. So that way you can ask questions as you need to. So I'm going to hit pause real quick, um, because most of our time is going to be spent on the message part. Um, uh, but the hook is an essential part. And so. Um, if there are any questions, if you could field those for me, uh, Dominique, that'd be awesome. And I could answer a couple of those before we move on to the next section. So if you do have any questions, feel free to put them in the chat, or you can utilize the Q&A function at the bottom of the Zoom screen. Okay. All right. So are we good for now? Yep. Cool. Awesome. All right, our next section and most important section is the message, right? This is gonna be crafting the structure, the skeleton of your uh, script so that it is hard hitting. You realize you hit all the points that you need to. Uh, so you can have a well-crafted script and this skeleton, this outline um, will help you uh, make sure all the things that are included that you need to include and feel good about what you're about to say. And so I've uh, created a little acronym that I wish sounded cooler, but it doesn't. It just it's P O S O, so POSO. Um, so I wish it sounded cooler, but it is so 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 helpful, and I use this for so many video content that I make, which is uh, talking about the problem, the obstacle, the solution, and the outcome. 
So this is important because like when we talked about the hook, you, you know, people ask it, what's in it for them, right? That, that gets answered inside of this structure. So the problem, so the problem is the issue the, the person is having the, the, the easy thing that I kind of think of when I think of like a, an example is like, okay, um, your car won't stop or your car won't start. That's a problem, right? We haven't gotten into the nitty gritty of why that is, but you get in your car, you turn the key, it doesn't start. You have a problem, right? And if you have been in business a while or maybe done some really good research, competitive research, you're gonna be able to, to drill down and figure out what are the problems that my customer deal with that I can address, right? Whether this is like questions that you get asked on a regular basis from customers, um, or whether it is uh, maybe a piece of content that you posted about that has gone viral or at least gotten more views than normal, that could be something that really resonates with people that could have a problem in it you could talk to. Um, you can go on stuff like Reddit or Kiora or some of those other places and just type in your industry and see um, what is it that people are asking questions about. So, you know, for me on the video standpoint, it was like, okay, what are people concerned about when it comes to video production? Is it lighting? Is it sound? Is it like what they say? So on and so forth. And that's where we landed on this idea of scripts that what people have to say and not knowing what to say is a problem. And so that's why we have this training lab. You can do the same thing for your customers is identify issues that they have that you can address as being the problem. Um, and like I said, if, if you're newer to business and you don't have um, kind of that backlog of information of doing business for 10 years. And so, you know, the questions that everyone asks, you can always go and see if there are uh, maybe content on Instagram that your competitors have been posting that seems to be doing well, getting a lot of comments or likes. And uh, then you can be like, okay, well, like I have a tile company and they have a tile company and they, they show, you know, how to clean grout all the time or whatever. Now you could go and say like, okay, well, like that's obviously a concern that people have, whether or not my grout looks good. Do I need to replace? Do I not? And uh, you can start creating content on your own with your own perspective on that problem. Um, so anyway, so that's the problem. The obstacle. The obstacle is what is getting in the way of them um, uh, what, what you know what is uh, getting in the way of them having a solution right so for um like for so for the car example like i'm not a mechanic most of the people on here are probably not mechanics and so you lift up the hood and you stare at it like you think you know what you're going to find and fix it and um and then you realize oh shoot like i just don't have the expertise to do that uh that's that's an obstacle right and so this is where you begin to nurture the need for people to need your service or your product, um, where it's addressing a um, an issue that's stopping them from getting to the right place, um, and uh, and addressing that, there could be so many different kinds of obstacles uh, that your um, customers have that you may know about, you may not know about, you could ask about uh, that could help address some of those. Uh, issues and a lot of times it's it's pretty straightforward um like for the obstacle for like the person that has a you know car shop the customer not knowing how to troubleshoot is going to be like the obstacle for all of it 
um or you may have another sort of like any sort of like tech savvy or, or highly skilled um labor you might like from a service standpoint you know likely it's going to be just the customer uh doesn't have the technical know-how but it could be not like it could you could have like a high-end service and it's just the obstacle is people don't have time right because they're like maybe like they're a busy executive or a business owner or something like that and they just like don't have time to fix whatever problem is happening in their life and so uh your their obstacle is, is time so it doesn't always have to be um skill um, but that would be like the obstacle. So solution would be what you're bringing to the table, right? This is literally like enter your business here. Um, you're going to look at, okay, well, what kind of solutions do I offer for that problem that eliminate that obstacle? Um, so for example, if, you know, back to the mechanic shop example, the solution is that they bring it to your, your auto shop and that you have a team of experts uh, that are able to troubleshoot and uh, fix the car uh, potentially if um, you know you have like the other example of like time being the obstacle you can uh, talk a little bit about um, how you have like a really well polished process that is really really easy and um, works really well and just kind of like takes care of things like while they're gone right so maybe you're a mobile mechanic and so like they don't even have to worry about getting their car towed to the dealership you just show up and that saves them all kinds of time right um that could be your solution and, and you'll have to sit there and think about okay well what is the solution that i'm bringing to the table and that is really linked with the outcome and the outcome is the final piece that you're going to want to have in your video which is what do the lives and the experiences of my customers have after doing business with me um so like the outcome for the mechanic shop you're gonna drive away with a fully functioning vehicle able to go and do whatever you want right um if you think of like any car commercial the outcome is that they feel like powerful and in control of their lives and they can go on any adventure um you know the outcome is not that they bought a car the outcome is what can they do because they have the car um, and so, you know, thinking through like, okay, what is, you know, outside of just fixing the problem, what are, what's happening with my clients as a result of them doing work with me? Uh, maybe you have a, a, a print company. And so the outcome isn't that they have like marketing materials. The, the outcome is that they have uh, material that they're proud of that they can go and promote and build their business with that's the outcome it's not that they got ink on a piece of paper um so that is so so <clears throat> sorry about my cat Ugh. i'm well loved particularly when doing webinars <laughs> um so those are like so and i would even do these in order like when you're crafting your scripts do these like in this order this logically like makes sense to answer these in this question and really, depending on whether you're having a short video or you're doing a long video is just going to determine how long each one of those happen, right? They're, if you're doing like a 30-second quick video, um, obviously, you're going to be compressing a lot of that. And each one of those is just going to be, you know, a little less than 10 seconds each, right? Um, and so this is, and this is really just comes from like an idea of like more storytelling than anything else, like, um, 
this is going to be expressed in different ways as you watch maybe if you watch commercials or ads after this uh, webinar where you can kind of see if you can detect um, and, and notice these specific things being discussed or insinuated in, in what they're doing. Uh, but the, these four things here are going to be really, really helpful in crafting a message where you sound super smart. Like, like you'll, you'll, you'll do this and you'll be like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Like I talked about all the things I need to talk about and I sound really intelligent and, and I feel good about sending this to people. Right. We Pretty have nice. a question, Stephen. I'm uh, excited. Yep. We have a question from Tom said, how do you engage the listener emotionally? And then there's a follow-up question. Um, is it in the outcome stage that you test for whether the customer is engaged emotionally when you ask, like, when can they, or what can they do? How will they feel after engaging your service? Well, it just so happens that emotion is the next subject. <laughs> so uh, that is a great question. Um, I would say there's like an emotional aspect to each one of these things. Um, so there's like the age old thing of like, is, is marketing sales and a sales marketing, are they different or the same? And I think, um, from the different people I talk to, they definitely work together. And the reason I say that is because in my perspective, as a marketer, you are answering some sales questions but just they, there's no salesperson present, if that makes sense, right? You're, you're answering some questions that people have in their mind before they get there. And one of the things that um, you'll notice if you read like some good sales material is that having people envision and feel like their new ideal future that they have when working with you um, is a critical part of uh, effective sales, right? If they can't imagine themselves uh, and their life differently as a result of purchasing a product or doing work, um, then you're probably not going to get the sale. And so I think that um, there's going to be that emotional journey that you're going to want to take people through during that video. You're, like if they have a problem, you're going to want them to feel the weight and the intensity of that problem. There's actually a book um, that I do recommend it's called spin selling. And, um, and one of the things that I talk about a lot is that most salespeople don't spend enough time, um, nurturing, um, and getting people to realize how big of a deal their problem really is. Right. And so I think getting people to engage emotionally in that problem and obstacle piece is going to help build up that need. And like I said, we're, we're trying to do this like an ethical way, right? Like this, we're not trying to um, force a need, um, but people really do have needs. And when we, they are disconnected from the emotions of like how much that's actually affecting their lives, they're not motivated to make a change. And so having some emotions on that first part, the problem obstacle to be able to like nurture that, that, um, that need for that change how it's actually affecting them is really important. And then really having them embody and feel that like sense of relief or excitement or power or um, pride at the end of the video where they can be like, oh, like I want to feel like that. That is where you're going to win. Um, and that's uh, the emotion. That is the next section. Do we need to answer another question before we move on to that? 
or is that good? Nope, I don't see any other questions unless someone else okay. would like to add something in the chat or the Q&A, I think we can move on. And I can always add, I can always answer at the end. So uh, an emotion, that is the emotion is the next um, vital part. So we have the hook, um, which is the what's in it for me. There's the message, which is really the skeleton of what we're talking about. Uh, another critical part that we need to know when we're about to make a video is what primary emotion, one, that you want people to feel uh, when they watch a video. And so, um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit with um, answering that question is like, okay, do I want people to feel excited? Do I want them to feel sad? Do I want them to feel empowered or adventurous? Um, and, and you can you can think through different ads that you've seen um, and you can usually identify like there's usually like a primary emotion that you will feel at the end of it. Um, and uh, and I would say, like, I don't know why car commercials or car examples keep popping into my brain because I'm not a car guy, but um, like, if I think of like any sort of prestigious uh, car commercial, it's usually that you feel like powerful, right? Or in control. That's like the primary emotion that you feel. And so uh, for anyone who's going to buy a car that they want to feel those things. And when they sit in a car and like, drive-in and all those other things they want to feel that emotion of power um you know if you think about like um an ad where uh they're trying to raise money for like hungry kids and you know enter country here um they're going to like make you feel empathetic and sad of the situation that they're in because without those feelings you don't feel motivated to do something the primary emotion that you're going to feel is, is sadness or, 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 um, or, or pity, or, you know, I'm not, you know, the one to downplay what's happening there, but um, you're going to feel some sort of negative emotion that is going to lead you to do something about what's happening there. Uh, that is the primary emotion. There's not enough time, especially in the, in the world that we live in a short form of video, there's not enough time for an emotional roller coaster like you would get with like the last, uh, um avengers movie or something like that you know what i mean like that's you know you got two hours to have crying and happy and victory and sad again and victory again um with you know 30 seconds 10 seconds 45 seconds you don't have enough time to have an emotional roller coaster and so picking a singular emotion that you want people to feel is going to be really important and and a lot of that comes back down to the um what we talked about before with the outcome which is uh, there's going to be something about your customer that's different as a result of, like I said, either purchasing your product or uh, experiencing your service um, that is going to be, okay, it's like the, so like with roofing, for example, and I know I keep going back to service businesses, but like with roofing, like the outcome is that like they have a new roof, right? That's kind of like the outcome, but the emotional outcome is feeling safe you know, feeling secure, feeling like the next time a storm doesn't roll around that like, oh, you got nothing to worry about. Right. So it's like really like relief and safety is like the emotions that people feel. And so uh, in order to do that, you're going to really want to nail down that emotion of like, I want people when this video is done to like desire that feeling of like comfort and safety. Um, and, and they'll want to call us to provide that for them because we've set ourselves up as the expert and the provider of that feeling of safety and comfort. Um, 
And so having some intentionality about what kind of emotion you're picking is going to go a long way to have an effective video um, that really hits home. So that's our third part. Um, okay. If there are no questions, we'll move on to the last part, which is the call to action. And this is things uh, a lot of um, people really miss. Uh, it doesn't have to actually be in the script, but it's certainly a great idea to do so. And the call to action is just as simple as what is the next step that you want the person watching the video to do? Um, even if it's even if what you're making is just um, what we would call like brand awareness, meaning that like, it's not really supposed to land them as a customer. Um, like they're not going to click the buy now button afterwards, especially if you have an expensive product where people are going to be wanting to do some research before they make a decision. If it's just like a simple instructional or like, hey, we're here, we're doing business kind of video, you're still going to want to have a call to action, a step that you want the people watching um, to, to take action on. And the, and the reality is you have to tell them to do it. Like I said, it, this can be in this description. It can be text on the video. You can specifically say it out loud. Um, but this is part of the elements of the video along with the script that you're going to want to have so that way people take the next step, right? Click on this button, go to my website, watch more videos, learn more here. What Or, or maybe it is super, um, maybe you're selling like up, $5 pen, in which case that there's like almost zero buying decision. And you can say like, buy now, and you can just, you know, they can buy it. Um, but if they're like, if you're you know an investment banker, they're not going to like immediately do business with you because they watched a 15 second video of the fact that you're an investment banker, it's going to take some time to build that trust. And, uh, but you can still say like, oh, like download my guide or visit my website, or I've got another video that explains this further. That would be the call to action that would drive someone to more content or conversation with someone or something like that, where um, you're looking at having an intentional piece of your video that is gonna drive results for your business. Um, so that is, that's an essential part. So anyway, so uh, I got a little bit more, but anyway, just cycle back through. Our, our four essential pieces are to have a hook, a message, an emotion, and a call to action. Um, from the message standpoint, we're going to talk about the problem, the obstacle, the solution, and the outcome so that we make sure that what we're making is focused on the client, that we're discussing what's in it for them, and so that they can mentally and emotionally feel and uh, envision what their life is going to be like as a result of doing business with you. And so I wanted to add a little tasty finish to this. Um, so much of what you can do with what I'm talking to you, you can start to write out a script um, that uh, for your video, or at least bullet points, or however you want to do it, whatever is best for you when it comes to delivering content on camera. Um, you like I will tell you as as someone who's worked with a bunch of different video or uh, businesses, uh, some people perform best on video when they know word for word what they're going to say. For some people that actually like makes them freeze up because they get so concerned about saying every word exactly that they actually do a worse job of performing and they would be better off with bullet points. But whether you do bullet points or whether you write out your script word for word, having that outlet, uh, the outline is going to make a huge difference. Um, 
So you don't have to type it all out. You can actually have ChatGBT do this for you. And I have the free version. I've done the, the uh, paid version as well, which is better. Um, but if you're gonna do the free version, here is uh, what you could have as a base for a prompt that you would put in. Um, so, um, you know, your producer creating a script for a, you know, enter your industry and service here or product, um, create a script for 30 second short form video that talks about these four things. Now that we've talked about what those are, you can uh, think through what that would be for your business. Uh, you could change the tone, I would say informational, informative, um, or if like you have a really casual brand or very like rugged brand or whatever it be, you could, you could change that up a little bit. And then the thing that I like the most when I have ChatGPT help me with things is, is having multiple versions because I usually copy and paste uh, different versions into a final that I really, really like. And then I further tweak. Uh, but this will like help get most of it written out. Um, and so I'll, I'll even say give three different versions of the script. So as an example, this is what I wrote. And uh, this is a lot to read, but uh, basically I used a jewelry company as an example. So like there'd be like a custom, um, this is supposed to say, supposed to say custom, um, custom jewelry company. So like I basically was thinking about it from the perspective of a place that could like do something really cool with an existing piece of jewelry. They're custom, they're designers, they can make something really cool with something you already own, like adding diamonds or another band or whatever else like that. So this is what I wrote out. So um, for our problem, uh, they don't know how to refresh their existing jewelry. That's a problem. Um, the obstacle is they don't know how to design one that looks good, that looks clean and modern. Um, their uh, solution is the experts at the jewelry company. And the outcome is that they'll want to show it off, right? They'll be proud of what they have. And uh, they'll be like, oh, well, like check out my cool ring. And they'll be like, no way, that's the ring you always had. It, it looks different. So uh, that's what I wrote up for that. So this is the di three different versions that uh, ChatGPT did for me. So here's the first one. You guys can like read it through. Um, you guys can also uh, watch the replay if you so desire. Uh, but I'll leave that up for a couple seconds here. They even got cool shot ideas of uh, shots you could do for the video. I'll go to the second one here in three, two, one. Right. Um, speaks to all these different things. Um, give it five seconds. Hopefully y'all can read fast. And here's uh, the third. Ooh, I love that. Trans uh, our upgrades are not just jewelry, they're expressions of you. Oh, how nice is that? So, all, so like you have now the three versions that you can copy and paste into your own script uh, using things that you like. Uh, maybe uh, you can also have it rewrite it for you. Uh, if we go back, you know. well, I don't show it in this one, but you can always have it like regenerate the results um, and, and make something more. But I found that like between three and six uh, variations, I can usually copy and paste enough that I can be like, man, I really like that line. Oh, I really like this line. And now I've had a script that I can say um, that it, I'm going to feel really feel really good about and feels on brand to me. So we, um, we do have it. a question from Mariah. She said, and this is specific to ChatGBT. She was asking, mm -hmm. weren't they just hacked again? Has ChatGBT been safe for you to use? 
Um, well, so, um, I guess this depends on what your version of safe is. Um, because I use most things with the knowledge that, um, I shouldn't be putting personal information into it. So like, I don't know exactly what they would be stealing if like you're doing something like this. Um, I don't know how that would be like unsafe. Um, I do know that like, um, there's the guy I talked to that does like some AI and some like chat GBT related stuff. And like the government doesn't use this because it's not safe. Like they're not allowed to use chat GBT for any of their AI stuff. And it's because it's like not, not a secret that it's like not, it's, I mean, it's open source, right? So um, I would not be putting any confidential information in there, but in, in a way that like, for me, it's like, I don't know, I guess they could like maybe try to steal your identity, but like, I don't know. I guess I just feel like my identity could be stolen at any point in time from anywhere, like even from banks and Target and any number of places. So like for me, I just, I don't, I don't think about that too much. Yeah. She had a follow-up question saying, do I need to download a cybersecurity software system on top of it or anything like that? Mm. So I guess my question is, are you using it like on a, company intranet or something like that that you're concerned about that um of like the actual connection itself being compromised in which case i don't have a good answer oh, she that. said no just general scripts mm. no i mean like like i said i i guess for me it's like i've come from a place that i don't feel like i'm truly safe no matter how you look at it so like i don't i don't think too much about it if you wanted to, I suppose you could do like a, a VPN service, which aren't terribly expensive because then at least it like masks your location and, and your IP address of your uh, computer. And so that would be a pretty inexpensive and not uh, terribly performance hindering when it comes to like using the internet that would do well for you because then you can kind of like choose where you're using the internet from um, virtually. Uh, so yeah, you could use a VPN service if you wanted, but I don't, I don't worry about it too much. And I don't ever have personal information in here that could get stolen and used against me. I hope that answers your question. And Mariah, just to follow up on that as well, I know that you're in the one-on-one -on -one business assistance program. So if you do have specific questions about like prompting and using chat GPT, I would definitely suggest booking with an advisor so that they can kind of walk you through that process and show you a little bit more of the ins and outs of using chat GPT for your business specifically. Yeah. Yep, yep. I find that for me, like chat GPT is just like a great way to kind of like eliminate some tedious tasks, but at the end of the day, it's still on me to create something unique and and, and uh, repurpose it in a way that is on brand for my business and says things the way I want it to say. And so if I can have it just type up a couple things for me really quick and I can just edit them, that's a strong point for me where I'd rather do that than create from sketch. But at the end of the day, you guys can literally just type this stuff out. I mean, you saw how many words this is. This is like, uh, and there's calculators um that you can look online that are free and it's like how long is my video or you know and then how many words does that end up being so like a 30 second video is like 70 words that's like nothing like i can talk like 
not a lot, but a decent amount. And I can tell you that 70 words is hard to like nail down as far as like, it's so few words, you don't even realize it until you start talking, especially if you're passionate about your business. <laughs> so anyways. we have one other question from Erin. She said, can you go back to the screen with the examples of the prompts that you did? So that she uses sure. chat GBT, but she struggles with the prompts to get the most out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so this is like how I wrote it. Um, so oh, there's like some pretty good resources on like how to do this. And I, I don't want to have this turn too much into chat GPT thing, but basically you have to give it a role, which is the first thing. So your producer, like you are a producer, not very specific, but it's more specific than not having anything at all. But it's really important to give ChatGPT a role. So like, oh, you're a marketing manager, you're a branding expert, you're a jewelry advisor, like some sort of role that it takes to give context to what it's about to write you. Um, and then like, I try to be as detailed as possible in what I say, um, because it's going to pull from what I say to create scripts. Um, I like to have it have a tone, right? You need to tell it what tone it needs to be. Um, especially if you have a very specific brand tone that you're already working with. Um, and then you can usually tell what like format you want the information in. So like, if you don't say anything, it's just going to like write a bunch of stuff out, but you can tell it to have it be in bullet points. You can tell it to have it in a markup table, which is kind of like a little grid thing, kind of like an Excel doc looking thing. Um, you can have it give you multiple versions, one version, 10 versions, um, so that is, so kind of like the format is the last part, um, at least on how I write prompts. So roll as much detail as possible in what it, you wanted to do, the tone and um, the format. And we do have one last question cool. uh, from the Q&A and that is from Audrey. She said, who can you hire to make the videos for you if you are too busy to do this? Well. Funny you should ask. Um, that would be uh, someone like me. Um, so I have a video production company and uh, we could go in and, um, and and this is all really important stuff. Like from like we were we were laughing about this before this webinar started is that you as the business owner are most familiar with your business. And so when someone like me comes in, it's so helpful to have some of these things already thought through on your end, right? Like if you don't know what, problem your customers face well that that's really challenging for me to create a good video about that um and so being as clear as possible on like what it is that you're offering what kind of outcomes people can expect um so on and so forth like and i know that sounds so simple but like i said like most businesses just talk about like how they deliver their product which nobody cares about so if most people are doing that then then most people are not as clear as they think they are about these different points. And so I think just really like thinking those things through, talking about it with your team so that you really understand what different problems you have, what kind of outcomes you want to have, what kind of emotions you want people to feel, things like that. Gets a really, really great setup for someone like me to come in and say like, okay, like, well, what, what do we want to talk about? What do we want to push? What kind of product do you want to promote or what service do you want to promote? And having some of the numbers together of like, um, cause like as, as a business, like every business has a budget, some budgets are like a billion dollars and some budgets are like a thousand dollars. Right. 
And so what can I do with like that thousand dollars that's going to like maximize? And so like one of the first questions I ask businesses is like, okay, like what service or product do you make the most amount of money on that takes the least amount of work that if we sold 10x what you do of it right now, you would be so happy, right? And so that helps give a little bit of focus too of like, okay, like we're going to start focusing on like, what are the problems, obstacles, solution, and outcomes that happen because of this specific product or this specific service? But yeah, someone like me. That's a long-winded response. And Stephen, while we're at it, do you mind dropping your information into the chat just in case anyone wants to send you an email and ask uh, for the questions about like the services that you provide? Absolutely. And, and while Stephen's doing that, I just dropped in the chat as well. If you are interested in more information about ChatGBT specifically, we did a webinar over the summer and I dropped the name of it in there. If you go into the hub, into the learning library, it's called Small Business Big Impact Scaling Operations with ChatGBT. It's with one of our other advisors, uh, Vincent, who goes through a lot of information about ChatGPT as well as prompting and some prompt examples. So definitely check that out in the learning library. Cool. All right. And um, is there anything else, Stephen, that you would like for the audience to know today before we wrap it up? Um, no, but I mean, like, as just as, um, you know, as, as helpful as I can be, I'd, I'd like to be. And so if, if you guys have um, a script you want to show me and get like a couple quick pointers on, I'd be more than happy to do that. I put my email in the chat. Um, so more than happy to do that. Just type it up in a Google doc and I'll, you know, make a couple suggestions or whatnot. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. Ooh. All right, everyone. Well, I also put Stephen, I put it in the chat again. If you guys have any questions, definitely let him know. If you have any hub related questions, feel free to reach out to me. I know I saw a lot of familiar faces in here today. Otherwise, thank you all so much for joining us today. Again, this is recorded, so we will have that up in the learning library in the next few weeks. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye, everyone.